Jesus Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on a Episode 581 for November 18th, 2019. It's almost Turkey Day. Almost. Almost. Black Black Friday is coming. Gonna have some some sales. Lots of video games. And I think this is kind of the last week for the big monster releases. But on the show this week, we've got Anthony. Hola. And we've got the Wombat, too. Yep. I don't know. Drew never texted me back, so I don't know if he's coming. Which makes me sad, because he was the one playing the Pokemans. Pokemon. Pokemon! You know the game everybody on the internet hates right now? Rightfully so. I mean, how dare they, Bob? How dare they? The quickest way to uh, get a mute from me is to complain about Pokemon. Like, I get, A, give a shit, and B, want to hear your whining. I mean, I want to hear everybody's whining on the internet. Otherwise, my internet would be very quiet. Well, sometimes a quiet is a good thing. Well, then why am I on Twitter? That's a fair point. <laughs> but anyway, there are video games in abundance out there, and we're going to talk about those today, and we'll start with Anthony and his adventures in The Stranding of Death. Yeah, I'm still playing it. Really, there's not much to say without getting into weird spoiler territory. Um, yeah, I mean, I stand by the statement I had last week. If you had to review this game and you were missing the structures that people put down, I don't know how many times they've kind of like helped me in a pinch. I mean, there was a couple when I was... Yeah, reviewing. but it, nowhere near. Like, uh, So today, uh, there's a part where you have to deliver a person to another location. This, this happens multiple times. So, But I had to cross a river, and I went, well, I either have to do a whole lot more walking, uh, or I can try to cross it here, where someone put a bridge down. And while I was going, I hit a a red spot, which meant I dropped the person in the water. They didn't die, despite being fully submerged, but uh, I went and got all my cargo from the other set of rocks, and then I placed a ladder down, but there was somebody had already done another ladder, so it was just me finishing the path that somebody kind of started and seemingly abandoned. Um, it's interesting and a good idea until you realize that like somebody abandons a bike and then they abandon a bike 
in the middle of like a normal path, like a very clear path that everybody's going to use. They just get off the bike and I don't know if it's intentional or not, but it just ends up screwing you while you're driving. Um, so it, it, it's interesting. I still don't know enough about the story to make any comments of whether or not I'm fully liking it, but I guess if nothing else, it's engaging and seems to be less dumb overall than the Metal Gear, which we had to talk about last week. Um, outside of that, uh, I have a game for review called Tracks. Um, does anybody remember the old wooden trains? Uh, by my time, there was like Thomas the Tank Engine. I know they still make similar ones for kids, but um, I don't know if they're made out of wood anymore. Uh, not real wood. Well, they used to be. Uh, I don't know if they're... No, I think they're just straight up plastic and metal now. Well, I mean, uh, the the wood trains are probably not real wood. It's probably like... No, I mean, like, they, I don't even think they'd make... Well, no, these used to be, like, a, you could actually see the grain in the wood. Oh, for sure, back in the day. But, I mean, yeah. if they make... They probably still make... Oh, wooden. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Because I say, the last time I worked in a retail store that had any form of toys, they were all metal and plastic. Um, yeah. But they were similar similar concept. The the wheels of the train sit in grooves of the track. So it's like a, um, like a wooden block that has like two lines in it, and the wheels fit in those lines. Um, so the game is basically just a track builder for that type of train. Um, and then you can control the trains forward and back motion. Um, and at first I was like, wow, if this is it, I mean, this is probably someone's thing, but like, I, this is not enough game for me. Uh, so I am playing around in the first level, which is like a living room. And this is very minimalist graphics. Um, and I, it's like, Hey, go pick up these people. You need to put a little train platform down. And then you have to get the track there and then to the station. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is easy. So I start doing it. And uh, <laughs> then it's like, all right, you delivered all those people. Well, all these business people have to get to another uh, station and they're on the other side of the room and you have two minutes go. I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm having to build a track and drive the train along that track and then to the station. And it's a little hard to see what I'm it's hard to get what level the track is at um, because you have to go up and down vertically and then uh, intersect with other uh, tracks and go under them. And it's neat. I had to play more of it still, but like I was surprised they were going to throw a challenge. I, I just figured this was going to be a relaxing game. And then it was like, yeah, you got very little time to build a track and then drive the train along it. Um, so that was uh, something interesting. And then I always had a weird game for a while there. Uh, the one that I have this week is Frogger 3D for the 3DS. Um, I really like the Frogger games because after the first game and uh, the ports of that for a long time, they started doing... Um, like more of an adventure game build to them, like where it was a longer level and you'd have to use the abilities of Frogger to figure out uh, how to get to the end of the stage. And there was collectibles along the way. And in this, they take the elements of that, but bring it into the original Frogger sort of method. 
So like the first level is a street that you're crossing, but it inter like it's an intersection. So uh, the lights change and like so the traffic goes from uh, horizontal across the screen to vertical, and you get across and you hit the end, and then a new checkpoint or whatever you want to call it uh, loads on the screen. So you've moved the first frog across, and now you have to move the second one to a different spot on that same level. And they add coins that you can collect. And you do that one, which is further away, so it's a little bit more difficult. And then the third time, they always, like, depending on the stage, they always switch it up in some interesting way. So in that one, all the lights turn green, and a car, like, all the cars wreck in the center. And then a giant truck will come by and push them all off the screen. So you have to start changing up how you play each time. And I was uh, really enjoying that game. Uh, I've gotten through a couple levels of that. Uh, some really interesting mechanics for a game that probably looked like it was throwaway. Um, but yeah, I, I like I have this weird fascination with the Frogger games. I think I'm missing like two or three. Uh, so that was my weird game of the week. And then I played a little bit of uh, Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic 3 on my Xbox One. And uh, there's some new. Uh, I I don't know if you're covering that in the news, Ken. No. What am I covering? Okay, so a Sonic Three prototype just got released. Um, and like, if you're a Sonic fan, you'll see that like they'll reissue Sonic One, Sonic Two, and Sonic and Knuckles, but they rarely do Sonic Three reissues. In fact, I don't think we've seen one for the last eight years. I think it was 2011 when. Sonic 3 came out on the 360. Um, so there, the rumor slash kind of confirmed at this point is that Michael Jackson made the music and there's been legal issues because no one was ever really paid for their work on it, um, despite being credited. And there's a lot of conspiracy theory about why, and why, why it should be allowed and why it isn't and all that stuff. And a recent prototype leaked of Sonic 3, where all the music that's been put into question is actually different and not what what we're familiar with as Sonic 3. It's the same tracks that were found on the later PC port uh, on the Sonic and Knuckles collection, but Genesis versions of it. That was the original music. And so now the question is kind of like, are Sega willing to restore the music to the Sonic, finished Sonic 3, but that was a recent thing. That came out uh, on November 3rd. That got released to the public, and it's quite different, that game, um, but it's one of the earliest prototypes. So It just happened to be, though, that I found out that I could play Sonic 3 and Knuckles on my Xbox One, so I bought them and played a little bit of it. But, uh, yeah. I, I didn't know if you were going to have that in news or not. It seems like something only I'd be interested in, but... I, was say, I didn't even hear it this week. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not it's not everybody's cup of tea, right? There's other important. It's not everybody's chili dog. It's it. Uh, there's more exciting Sonic news. Um. So, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of wild to find out that the thing that most people believe uh to be the reason why we can't play any new version of Sonic Three is actually a change they made later in development. So, but that's it for me. Say... I'm just going to say I don't think there's a whole lot of people wondering why we can't play a new version of Sonic 3. Well, <laughs> let me rephrase that. It's the 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 question is um 
it, it, less so of like why we can't play it, and, and more so of why they're willing to reissue every other Sonic game under the uh, under the sun, but Sonic Three. Because you like it. Well, a lot of people like Sonic Three. It's, but it's you specifically. That's why they won't do it. Oh yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, with Sega, I usually put it to incompetence before malice. Uh, but yeah. That's it for me. A lot of Death Stranding. I can't stop playing it. Again, it shows you how good that game is, I suppose. But um, yeah, even to a little bit of Tetris effect where I just was like, I can visualize the map in my head and start figuring out routes that I take from point to point. Death Stranding is the Stockholm Syndrome of video games. (laughs) Kind of. Uh, While you were going on, I think I heard a Mr. Drew join. Yes, I did join. So now there's a Drew on the show. There's a wild, a wild Drew appears. Oh, topical. Are you playing music in the background? That was, that was my phone. Oh. I got an email. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. It's Domino's. Hopefully, hopefully it's Domino's. You get those emails too. All the time. It's always the same deal. Like Domino's has no other deals other than five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. Yep, five ninety nine. <laughs> If you buy two, you five nine. Like Domino's, get another fucking deal. Hey, fat ass, five ninety nine for a pizza. <laughs> yeah, get pizza and, and the Parmesan bread twists. Mm. No, no, they got a cheesy bread that like is so good. Ah, oh, a bit of garlic cheese bread. I love it. Pretty much anything to to give you indigestion and heartburn. It's beautiful. They are the kings of giving me heartburn. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn, Drew. I was just about to say, that's why I made the Pokemon reference. Okay. Am I the only only person here that's played Pokemon? I booted it up, and um, I spent the weekend playing a different game a lot. So I made it, I literally just did the, got my Pokemon. Which one did you choose? Score Bunny. Score bunny you went the fire type. I Good went to fire. I was gonna go water, and then I decided to go fire. I don't want the monkey. Fuck the monkey. I got the monkey. <laughs> I don't want the monkey. It's a Peter Gabriel song, isn't it? Fuck the monkey, probably. Yeah. Um, maybe in a different <laughs> different world it is. So, yeah, I've been playing Pokemon Shield. It's uh, sorry that just because it seems like no one got the joke. There's a it's Peter Shock Gabriel monkey, song called Shock. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, Shock the Monkey. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, monkey, the monkey's name in Pokemon is Grookey. Grookey. For some reason, it sounds very. It sounds like a racial slur, and it, it bothers me. Wow. <laughs> also, I just got an email from Domino's. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have a football in the... Yeah, kickoff line? time. Domino's yep, is ready for your carryout. That's exactly that's exactly the one I got. But it's not for the five ninety nine. dollars Hey, it's time for football, and your fat ass will be playing. Fill your face with, with pizza. Can I, can I let you in on a secret, Anthony? It works. I know. I know. Listen, if I still go there, and it's my favorite pizza place, and it gives me horrible heartburn, I think that says a lot about me. Wait till you get older. You just get heartburn from everything. It's true. Anyway, Pokemon. (laughs) Let's let's a bunch of old men talk about Pokemon and heartburn. (laughs) Let's talk about this kids game that little kids love. 
so yeah, uh, I got the shield version. Uh, I'm also going to be reviewing this game. So far, so far, I'm enjoying the living crap out of it. Can I just say, I haven't played a lot of it. Um, what the fuck is up with the Pokemon Champions outfit? He's supposed to be a king. Drew, he's got purple hair. He's got, like, this fucking Tetris-ass-looking beard. He's wearing, like, fucking boxer shorts over tights. He has a cape on with a bunch of patches on the back, and he does a Michael Jackson pose, and the people go wild. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with this game? When when you're a Pokemon champion, you can be as eccentric as possible, and people don't care. I care. I care. Well, by the time you make it to being a Pokemon champion, you may be doing exactly that, too. I will not wear boxer shorts over tight. Well. But yeah, um, I, I'm having a good time with it. I, I, I've seen a lot of rabid game freak haters out there. Um, so what was the what? It was just the visual stuff, right? Or the and the fact that they took out like a bunch of Pokemon. Yeah, they don't have the national uh, Pokedex in it. It was <laughs> it was it was a a somewhat valid criticism and nitpicking. You are correct, Ken. Okay. But they 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 did like cherry pick Pokemon, so like obviously Charizard's in this. But Squirtle's not. Squirtle's not. Bulbasaur's not. I mean, what the fuck? I don't know. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna get like the Pokemon that even I know should probably be in there. Well, here's my thing, and this is the thing I will tell these game freak haters: is that. This game is not meant for you. I'm haven't sure. People, haven't people been complaining forever that the game was stale and needed to be yes refreshed? People have been complaining around the time of. Well, I mean, it started kind of on the DS era, where I think they were perfecting the formula, and then black and white happened people were upset with that they ended up reissuing that as black and white too basically um and changing a bunch of shit and then it got to the 3ds era and then 3ds era was great apparently even though i wasn't a huge fan of it and then now they're upset that they were reusing 3ds models i can't prove that i also how many times are you going to be able to like how much are you going to be able to change pikachu Without them looking like inevitably the 3DS model. Yeah, well, that's just it, right? Like, it, people were uncomfortable with the Detective Pikachu look. They clearly want the original sort of cartoony look still. I, I don't know where, like, I don't know how they're going to change the look of Pikachu at this point. You've kind of hit the point where you, if you want to change him, you have to make him look more realistic. And inevitably more creepy. I'm kind of at the point where if these things keep you up at night or make you upset, I kind of don't want to know you. <laughs> I mean, that's it's kind of fucked up. I don't want to know you. I, yeah. I don't. You 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 creep me out a little bit if you're that concerned about Pokemon. Well, 
I get why you like it. It's a good game. Yeah, people people are are there's huge fans of Pokemon, and they grew up with them, and now they're you know in their twenties and thirties, and now they're complaining about Pokemon. They're now in their twenties and thirties. Twenties and thirties. The best part of being in your thirties is just letting nostalgia take over and not caring if anything's good or not. Yeah, exactly. That's the I mean, best I, part of being in your thirties. People were excited for that medieval remaster, and that's a bad video game. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I was, I was there with them. I was like, oh man, Sir Daniel Fortescue, this is gonna be cool. And I played. I was like, oh yeah, this game kind of sucks. And play great. I do. I do have one question about this game. How long does it take? And again, I'm very early. To start your adventure. How long does it take before you stop giving me the same motherfucking... Like, at this point, I've played this tutorial a hundred times. I don't even play a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. Like, it holds your hand so fucking hard in that first 30, 40 minutes. I I was curious how much longer that goes on. Uh, You were let go and fully, you know, going through the routes and going doing the gym challenges probably an hour and a half in. Okay. So I'm about halfway through the tutorial. Yeah. You got your first Pokemon. You're going to do some more. Okay. Follow me kind of thing. And you got to get your Pokedex. I got my, I got my Pokedex and I'm on my way to route two to see Gran. Uh, yeah, you're, you're looking for the, the professor of this game. Yeah. And fucking, yeah. I swear to God, the next time Hop or whatever the fuck his name is stops me in the middle of the road, I'm just going to kick him in the dick. Well, you get ready to kick him because it's going to happen about two or three more times. I'm kicking him in the dick. I already whooped his ass in a Pokemon tournament. He had two Pokemans. So yeah. You're going to fight him Hop. again. And then then you go from there. Yeah, fuck you, Hop. I'm a better Pokemon trainer than you. I can do this. I'm going to be They've, the very best. The The biggest thing is... They have the so they they've they've done it gradually over time. They have made this game the the most accessible role playing game ever made because now it, you don't even need the experience share. It just they share experience period now. That's nice. Yeah, I mean for for kids that's great. For people like me who don't have hours to grind, that's great. For the people who hate Game Freak because of the things that they've done, they they hate it. Well, I I'm didn't sorry. like that. I didn't like that. It wasn't enough to hate them, but it was just like I think, I think it was time for me to move away from Pokemon because it was already moving away from kind of what I liked about it with uh, Pokemon X and Y, which are the first 3DS titles. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest with you, that's not a new change. So if people are upset with that, they should have complained about that or made their opinion known back on the 3DS. But they're like, oh, you can just turn it off. I'm like, that's not a response to changing something that was in this game from what, I think, gold and silver. My, I, I think the best take on Pokemon that I've seen so far since launch is the comic that got posted online where it's somebody playing it. And they say, this is really great. And then there's a, another person standing there, and there's just a whole bunch of like criticism in the background 
and like you're so stupid if you think this is great just like tons of words behind him and then it cuts back to the original person and he says sir i am eight (laughs) (laughs) sir this is a wendy's (laughs) sir this is a wendy's stop complaining about pokemon while you're trying to order a cheeseburger yeah I think that's probably yeah. That, that I don't know. I, I I'm interested in it. like there's a couple things that I noticed like and this is probably not new things but like when you do an attack on a monster it now labels it if it's effective or whatever and yeah. These are all things that I'm sure have come over time. I just don't play a lot of these games. This is the this is my like I disengaged from Pokemon because I wasn't enjoying it. Oh but that's how I felt. But that's how I feel like other people should be responding. Maybe this just isn't for you anymore. And I don't know when that became a issue. Like I get it, you're disappointed at first, but then you just disengage at some point. Yeah. Like it's, because, and like, it. it's it's like po- it's like with Star Wars, people got upset about Star Wars. Hey, maybe you just outgrew this. Like maybe that's just it. Like you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Don't build your identity around one fucking thing. No. So far, it plays great. I mean, it looks like Pokemon. It's Pokemon. That's, it's, that's uh, the there's no random battles anymore, right? You've seen uh, them on the field. You can see them on the field, but there is also like you'll get the exclamation point in the grass, and if you continue there, you know it's gonna you, like they have a way where you can now sneak through the grass. <laughs> so if you bar- if you barely move the control stick, you kind of you know crouch down and sneak. I should have totally given you a cardboard box. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can see certain Pokemon on the field, um, but there's also, like, you'll get into a battle from just an exclamation point, essentially. So, um, and, like, I... Honestly, I have yet to run into or catch a Pokemon that I have ever seen before. I got... So, there's, like, an options menu where you can connect to the internet and get, like, a mystery gift. Yeah, you got the Meowth. I got the Meowth. Yeah, that's what you get for uh, playing it before January 15th or something like that. Gotcha. A, does he, does he actually does he talk? No. I, I have no idea. I mean, no, but really I believe, about, but, I believe uh, you have Giganta uh, Dynamax. Dynamax mouth. I was waiting for you to say you have a Giganta mouth, and I was like, what kind of game uh, is this? But that's, I think that's what that is special about that one because the ones that you can. Think you can only catch the new ones in the game that have like the big beard. They have a beard. They, they do have, have a beard. Them, yes. You don't have seen them new meowth. I dude, I don't watch the. I didn't follow this game. Okay, well, that yeah. I've not seen one trailer of it. And I think the only thing I've actually seen of it is like the trailers they put in the Nintendo Direct. But yeah, the the new thing is I I think you have to have an item to go the Dynamax with the Pokemon and yeah, that one I think has it. Yeah. But no, he doesn't talk. You you get that item real early on. Like when Ken's about to get it, when he goes to the, to the professor, you can't use it right away, but yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll play this. I haven't played a Pokemon in in a long time. Yeah. But they, they, they have removed a few things. Like there is no elite four. As far as I know, I haven't got. <gasps> okay, I, I haven't. I haven't got. I know. One out of ten. No elite four. 
I, I saw a video of somebody like saying, look at the pop in, the texture pop in. And <laughs> who the fuck it, cares, man? Yeah. I, I was just like, I mean, it's, it's a Pokemon game. Who cares? Oh it's my a, God. You're also, RPG. also you're playing on the switch. Let it go. Yeah. You want to see some texture pop in? Go play The Witcher 3 on the Switch. <laughs> this thing was not built for power and speed, okay? <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, Lord. But so far, I'm enjoying it. It's Pokemon. It's 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 good Pokemon. Some good Pokemans. Yep. Uh, I am also playing, and we'll probably be reviewing next week, Need for Speed Heat. Oh, that's a game. Talked about that last week a little bit. Um... Yeah, I. It's okay. <laughs> That's it's it's fine. It's uh, so weird that the game that they don't even talk about ends up being the best one they've done in a few years. It's 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 good. It's way I, I like it a lot better than Payback. Uh, and then the reboot, just called Need for Speed, which was the previous one before Payback, had the issue of for some reason it would stutter constantly. So. I don't know what happened there, but uh, they fixed it. Video Need Speed Heat is a fine video game. That's such a weird thing that this game, like, everybody's like, oh my god, it's out. And then you're like, yeah, that's actually good. <laughs> and EA's like, we didn't, we didn't put out a Need for Speed. There's nothing to see here. They probably should have marked this one a little bit better because it's actually really good. That's such a thing. I don't understand EA anymore. We'll get to them in news, but uh, yeah. Weird stuff going on over there. But uh, yeah, I've been playing Need for Speed Heat. Um, I'll tell you one thing about that game is that the, your sense of progression like when it comes to upgrading your cars feels great. Because you start off with a clunker and you know, just throwing a couple of modifications on there, you can you can totally feel that's that that sense of speed like increasing. I'm like, okay, wow, that actually made a difference. Can you put a big anime lady on the hood? Um, so you unlock different decals throughout the world. So th- this is the most Ubisoft EA game I've ever played. So you've got you got your billboards that you can crash into, much like uh, Burnout. Um, and then around the world, you can find graphics that you can like, would you like to unlock this graphic? Yes. And then now you have it in your garage and you can, you can plaster it all over your car. And you can't buy any of this shit. No, there are zero microtransactions as of this recording in this game. Well, I don't think they're going to add them at post launch because they didn't even talk about the game. So. Well, they, they may try to make up for the money they lost by not talking about this game, by making you have microtransactions. I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to buy this game. Well, you may be right. That's sad, though, because it's actually a solid racing game. Yeah. A lot of people will... This will be the game everybody talks about in six months when it goes into EA Access. Yeah. And people are like, man, this is actually it. pretty good. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, holy cow, this is actually a pretty good game. Yeah. So, yeah. Playing that for review. Um, other than that, it's been Overwatch. What's that? What's that game about? It's about 
teaming up with a bunch of people who are who are not fun to play with <laughs> and act like they know what they're doing, but they don't know what they're doing. Despair might need healing. Yeah. Genji spams, I need healing. Reinhardt never uses his shield. <laughs> and our both of our DPS don't really know how to kill stuff. They just they just stormtroopers, they just can't aim. Yeah. And nobody ever gets on the point. Ever. I mean, why would you do that? That's not the yep. point. Oh, wait a minute. You get two picks. What's the first thing you do? Run away from the point. Yeah. Two people on the other team are dead, and we need to get away from the point that we're supposed to capture. That's how they, you play that game. Yeah, I, I thought that was in the rules. Yep. The tip. I, I swear, I had, I had a match yesterday. I killed a DPS and a healer as Winston, and I was the only one on the point. I got murdered by the rest of their team. My other team are behind the wall at the point. Don't even know what they're doing. Just hanging out, playing Nintendo. Yeah. Anybody get that one? Basketball. Thank you. Thank you. It's a goddamn classic. And you got to mutter under your breath. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I find. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> First we get the khakis. Then we get the chicks. <laughs> Move on to the wombat. Steve Perry. <laughs> um, more journey cycles. <laughs> I'm running out of ideas. Um, so just quickly, uh, before I get into what I played, my son says to me today, hey, um, there's a game that I want to buy with my own money so that I can play it with a couple of my friends at school. Can you look at it and see if I'm okay to buy it? WWE 2K20. Nope. No, 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 no. He knows. He knows. He's played that with me. <laughs> he knows better. Um, because you know he has his own money, and sometimes he, you know, he likes to buy stuff, even though it's close to Christmas and whatever, because he gets impatient. And my job as a parent is to say, "Son, it's a month and a half from Christmas. Just wait and ask for <laughs> Christmas." So I said, okay, what uh, what game is it? And he said, well, some of my friends at school play it, and they really like it, and they want to play it with me. I said, okay, what what game is it? Overwatch. <laughs> Welcome to hell, kid. <laughs> I said, son, Overwatch is $60. Um, wait. Just wait. So we did not buy Overwatch today. Oh, he went on the Switch. No, he wanted it on Xbox. It's not $60 on Xbox. Yeah, it, it, it is true. $60 it's on still Xbox. $60 on the Xbox. What? Yeah. I, I refuse to pay $60 for that A three-year-old game. game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's still $60 everywhere. It's ridiculous. Unless you buy a physical, it's still $60. Yeah, so we'll have to look and see if we can find a physical copy cheap this holiday. Oh, you definitely I, will. I think 30 bucks is about the going price for the uh, sale of that what, game. Is there... Because I'm like looking, I was like, no, it's not. Yeah, it's, it, it well, is. Physical, yeah. I'm looking at Overwatch Legend- uh, Legendary Edition, physical for PS4. 30 bucks Canadian. Yeah, if you buy the physical version, you're fine. But that see, here's the thing. no is they, fucking sense. They removed the original launch version of that game. Yeah, that's what course. I tried to go to today. Yep, it just says unavailable. Yep. Yeah. Wow, what a piece of shit. Yep. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> I mean, that game still sells. And then they're like, hey, you can buy the Overwatch Legendary and Holiday Bundle that comes with a carbon fiber boxes. Genji. And it comes with a little mini. Oh, yeah, the physical Genji version comes with the, the minifigure, the Genji awful. minifigure. Yeah. And that looks awful because I hate the big headed shit. But every version of that game that you buy that's like a special edition just comes with like a set amount of loot boxes. Yeah. Gotcha. Because there is no DLC to the game, it's all free. Right. It's all free, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. To be Overwatch. That's he he wants to be. We'll see. I I tried to warn him though that it's not like Fortnite where he got in relatively early and has played a lot and has his skill level is high compared to everyone else's skill level. Um, I tried to warn him that he's going to be coming into this game three years late. And that a lot of the people that are still playing are probably really good. Uh, let me tell you something. Because I played Overwatch on the PC for three years and purchased it on Xbox so I could play with Ken. Which he never and does, I, by the way. I have a couple of times. <laughs> when I first booted up the Xbox version, I was getting paired up with... I, I seriously thought I was getting paired up with like geriatrics or something. <laughs> yeah, because, I, being in wow. games, I was like, what, what, what are we doing? Like I was dominating these people. I was getting like quad kills. Well, and here's here's the you're thing. You're going to be the one quad killing my son. Yeah. Well, no, he won't be playing on PC. Drew don't play on console. Come on. Um, one of the things we let Alex do with uh, Overwatch is there's a mode called versus AI. Yeah. Um, yep. And you can still team up with like real people on your team. But play but you, against the bots. You play against the bots, and you can oh, change okay. the difficulty, and it it actually teaches you a lot about the game. So he plays. I thought the whole lot. thing was that it, you didn't have a PVE mode, and it's not really PVE. They're just bots. It's just bots. So like you know, whenever you play Unreal Tournament, and you're just playing against a bot kind of thing. Yeah, it's still it's, the same game. Yeah, there's and they do events where they do PVE stuff, but it's very limited. Gotcha. But we let him play that because it allows you also to gain XP to unlock loot boxes. And one of the things I will tell you that my son gets totally obsessed with in that game is getting fucking skins, man. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Jacob will be into that, too, because Jacob loves Fortnite for the same reason. Yep. They're an Overwatch, let me tell you. There's about 20 to 25 skins per character. Per character. 31 characters. Wow. There is a ton to unlock in that game. Yeah. And I still haven't done it. I've, been I've, playing done, I've unlocked everything you can unlock through loot boxes. I I, there's there's still a few. I, I just recently on the PC version got the Nevermore skin for, for Reaper. You know what the last skin that I was missing? Um, legendary skin was? What's that? Fucking Divas Police skin. That was from an event. I know. Well, no, it was from Heroes of the Storm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, but they they eventually just threw it into a legendary loot box, but that was the one that I had been missing. I finally got it. I now have every skin. I have everything you can get in a loot box. Oh, you beat Overwatch. Congratulations. Now you can't. Now you I don't can have stop, I can stop playing now. Yep. But I won't. Go ahead. What else are you playing? <laughs> um, so uh, most of my week, I did, I'll just start with the quick one. I did, uh, as I think I mentioned last week, I bought, um, 
Hitman 2 uh, physical because it uh, was on sale on Amazon for $17. Um, and so I started playing that, which I love Hitman games. So I'm, uh, I'm into that for sure. Uh, that's what I'm playing right now instead of Star Wars, apparently. Um, which is just kind of hurts my heart a little bit, but I start my new job on Monday. So in a couple oh, weeks, I thank you. In, in a couple weeks, I plan on uh, picking up Star Wars so that uh, I can go through that uh, as well. I've got so much stuff on the backlog right now to play anyway, um, and half the stuff. And yeah, I know, I know. I got. I'm kind of stuck in the first Divinity, so I'm thinking about just skipping it. You can't. Um, you can't say anything. Drew hasn't beat God of War. Red Dead or 2, Witcher 3. Spider-Man, Witcher 3, right. Which Breath is of the Wild. Be, this is all going to be remedied next year. I'm just okay. saying, you can't say nothing to nobody about their backlog, Mr. King O. Backlog. It's true. 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 This is very true. I know. I've got, so yeah, I've got, I've got both Divinity games in my backlog. I've got um, uh, this now, Hitman 2, in my backlog. I've got um, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda in my backlog. So... Um, I've got some stuff out there that I want to play, not to mention some of the stuff that I've downloaded on Xbox that I would like to eventually play. Um, so I'm not, uh, I'm not all that worried about it. I'll play it eventually. Um, half the games that I want to play right now, my son's asking for, for Christmas for himself. So, um, that works out. Um, like Luigi's mansion and, uh, Zelda. Um, so I'm sure he and I will end up playing those together. Um, but, uh, the thing I've played the most this week is, uh, NBA 2K20 for review, which hopefully I'll be able to get that review out here, uh, the next day or so. Um, I have played a ton of this game over the last, uh, week and, uh, it's really good. It's a really good NBA game. Um, the, it's a 2K game. So, the you know, there's microtransactions all over the place. Um, there's some stuff about it I don't like. Um, I don't like the fact that they um, – so let me just kind of set the, the stage real quick. Um, once you are in my career, uh, which is the, the mode that I've spent the most time in, it's the most engaging mode, I think – um, it's the, you know, your, your road to the show, be, be the pro style mode. Um, there is, you can, um, you can buy, um, new clothes for your player and new shoes and new stuff to wear on court and stuff like that. Um, the two problems I have with that is number one, in order to buy any of that stuff, you have to go to what they call the neighborhood which is basically the online hub where all the other, you know, players that are playing online can go and you can play like street ball pickup games in the neighborhood. And they have like, um, uh, the wreck where you can play larger sort of more recreational games. They have the pro-am tournament thing where you build your own team out of your friends list and, you guys all have to meet up at the same time to play in this tournament or whatever. Um, but that's also where all the stores are. So if you want to buy anything, you have to go to the neighborhood, which means um, you have to, um, 
wait for the neighborhood to load. And then you can't just go menu to menu and like, oh, I want to buy some shoes. I'll go to this menu. You have to physically run over to the shoe store in the neighborhood um, to buy stuff, which gets a little clunky uh, just in terms of timing. But um, the other thing is um, I have had, and I know this was a big complaint early on. It hasn't been much of an issue for me, but I have seen some of it, some connection issues. Um, where I'll be trying to do something. For example, the other day I was in the middle of a uh, pickup match on uh, in the neighborhood, and I uh, uh, got disconnected. Uh, even though my internet was still running fine, and um, I have really good internet, so it wasn't a connectivity issue. Um, it just dropped. Um, and I've also noticed a lot. It's it's not a game that you can leave on suspend and come back to um, oh, yeah. it throws an error almost every time. If you try to leave it on suspend and come back to it um, because it, it disconnects from the internet. Um, so yeah, that I have um, uh, that's easily remedied. Obviously you just close out of it instead of leaving it on suspend. But I have had some connection issues in online multiplayer, not, not uh, to the extent of some of the complaints that I've seen online. That's just, I'm not saying that it, it doesn't exist. That's just not my experience with the game. But um, in general, um, on floor, the game is tremendous. It plays great. It plays exactly the way I would expect it to. Um, the My only, I guess, complaint and it's kind of a kind of a get good complaint, like Drew's complaints about Pokemon. Um, sorry, that was a joke. But, but Drew's not on there anymore. You're not funny. Yeah. Um, the is that the um, the um, release touch on um, shots is a little too finicky for me. Um, and I, I know part of it's because my uh, my player's a, a rookie still and. Um, his stats aren't maxed out, but, um, you, you gotta be, um, if you, if you release it perfectly, if you have what they call perfect release, it turns your meter green. Um, you make 100% of those. If you perfect release it, you're going to make that shot. Um, if it's slightly one way or the other, slightly late or slightly early, um, I miss almost all of those. So it's, um, it's a little touchy for me, um, but it's still it doesn't it doesn't detract from the fun of the game. Um, the my career stuff uh, has a story again this year, but um, it's probably the best um, my player style story that I've ever played in any of the um, uh, any of the games that have that kind of stuff in it. Um, it does a really good job of setting the, the tone for your player for the rest of your kind of career. Um, the, the basically just to, to give you kind of a quick overview, the story is, uh, executive produced by LeBron James and, um, his sort of marketing guy. And it's, it's LeBron's big, um, thing there was a documentary called this and there he's got t-shirts and stuff like that it's uh, more than an athlete and the um it's very topical the um the the story basically starts out with you as a player in college 
um, and your team makes it to the tournament, and um, you find out one of you, in the in the game before uh, one of the players on your team who's a good friend of yours who's not a starter is kind of a bench player but works hard is basically the 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 description. Um, hurts his knee, tears his ACL, tears his MCL, blows his knee out. And uh, your coach strips him of his scholarship. And that pisses you off um, because not only because you're his friend, but because you're a leader on the team, you're a senior, you've been there four years. Um, And so your character makes the decision to sit out the tournament game as a protest for your coach taking this kid's scholarship away and your team loses the tournament game. And um, so it kind of... um, Around... um, Your headset came out. Ah! Son of a gun. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Am I back? Okay, there we go. All right, Jesus, Pete. Anyway, it kicks off a larger story about... um, sort of what it means to be uh an athlete and not just you know i you know i i play a game every day or every other day but kind of the the stuff outside of that too and um because you so your player essentially goes from being a um guaranteed first round draft pick to um being undrafted uh because nobody wants to take a chance because they don't think that you have the commitment to the game since you didn't show up for your team. Um, and so the, the story part of it really only runs from the time you get out of college until the NBA draft. And then once the NBA draft happens and you get drafted, um, the, 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 my story credits run and it kicks you into the regular career mode. There's still like decisions and stuff like that, that you have to make throughout the career mode. Um, like, you know, after the game, somebody will interview you and say, um, Hey, you know, you had a a team high, uh, in points tonight. Why do you think you were so successful? And you have the option to say, you know, because I'm a superstar or because my teammates set, my teammates set me up all game and it affects different things. Like being cocky can get you more fans, but it hurts team chemistry. Um, being more humble can get you more team chemistry, but it can hurt your, uh, you won't gain fans as quickly. Uh, so there's, there's a trade-off there in the way you answer questions. But the the original story is actually really well done. The voice acting's fantastic. Um, the character work is really good. Um, uh, and I never I never n- remember how to pronounce this guy's name, so I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Is it Idris Elba? Idris Elba? Idris Elba. Okay. Idris, yeah. He plays your coach. Um, That's cool. And Rosario Dawson plays your um, advisor um, that, that's been basically working with you all through college. Uh, and then the guy, I can't remember what brand's commercials he's from. Um, one of the, there's a, this kind of goofy looking guy that's one of the um, uh, mobile company's uh, spokesmen. He's your agent that you eventually get. Like they got the some T-Mobile guy. It might be. He's kind of goofy looking <clears throat> guy. Got long hair. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, he's. I yeah. think it's T-Mobile. He's the only one that I would even know 
yeah, he he the, he's he plays your agent, and his his dialogue's pretty funny. He's kind of an awkward guy, and um, his interactions with Rosario Dawson's character are really good. So it's um it's it's well acted. Um, they do a good job of sort of connecting you to everyone. Um, it's it's very well done. They they definitely went above and beyond to make sure that it was uh, solid. So. And then, like I said, it doesn't really overstay its welcome. It, um, uh, it's, it's gone by the time you start your actual NBA games. Um, and you're, uh, they even, they even add some drama in towards the end of it, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, it's really, really, really fun. Um, I also, uh, I like the, the general manager mode, uh, where you can, you can pick a team and be the GM of the team. Um, you can do the normal, you know, trades and free agency and all that stuff, setting prices on, um, uh, tickets and concessions and all that stuff that you can do in a lot of games. But there's also, um, team chemistry is a big part of that mode too. And so you have the ability to like chit chat with your, with your players or with the coaches on your team, um, to improve, uh, team chemistry and sort of your relationship and trust with the people on the team, uh, which helps with your ability to negotiate and also make decisions and stuff like that. Um, the only problem I have with it is the chit chats. There's only like five of them and they repeat frequently. Um, and you can't, it's not like something where you just pick chit chat with this person from the menu, but skip all the dialogue. It goes through the dialogue. Um, which kind of gets uh, repetitive after a while, but it is, um, you know, it's a fully, fully featured GM mode where you can um, do all the stuff you would expect to be able to do. So it's, um, it's really good. I'm really, really enjoying it. And um, uh, I love basketball. So um, it's, uh, that obviously um, makes a difference too. But if you, if you don't love basketball, you're probably not going to be too into it, but if you do and you like career modes, this one's probably the best. And that's uh, that's pretty much it. I haven't played anything else. All right. Well, I can wrap this up. Uh, I forgot last week to talk about the Elite Series 2 controller, which is a $200 controller. <laughs> I officially do not care. It I've heard like, there's issues with them too. Um, I'm sure that but there. there are some... I mean, there's people that handle controllers like shit, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reason why. I haven't had any issues with mine. Um, it's the best fucking controller I've ever used. It's so good. Um, the biggest changes from the first one are obviously that it does not have replaceable batteries anymore. It has a battery pack internal. Uh, the case comes with a charger, a USB-C charger. Um, it has a 40-hour battery life per charge, which is insanity. Nobody's ever going to burn a 40 hours worth of charge. Um, the grip, like the rubber grips that Microsoft's been doing around the back of the controller, this now goes all the way around. So all of the grip is like this rubberized plastic texture. Um the triggers now have three levels of, of hold, so they can either be the full pull, a half pull, or even like a click, so it's almost like a button uh, for mm. the triggers, which is which is nice. I don't use that 
functionality because I'm I'm so used to pulling the trigger all the way down. But so, I can. So here's the question: Is it is it worth the two hundred dollars? If it's the only controller you're going to use, yes. Um, just from, so like everything is customizable. So like, not only is it the triggers that you can change, you can also set, um, they've got the paddles that you can customize. Um, and you can do all this within the dashboard. You can also tighten the analog sticks. So they've got more give or less give, which is super nice. Um, it's just, it is just when you use it, you just say, okay, this is a premium controller. Like, anything you would want to do with a controller like this, you can do. It's just insanity. Like, it's interesting. Just, it's a very, <clears throat> it is a very, very, very good controller. Um, that, really that's how I, to, oh. no, I was just going to say, if, if you play a lot of Xbox or PC, and you, you know, that's where your main gaming is, I would say if you're looking for a premium controller, this is the best one you're going to get. Uh, that that's how I felt around about the original Elite controller as well. Yeah, no, the I still have the original Elite controller and I love it. I really do, and this one is better. It, it just is. I my only issue with the Elite controller is that um, you're you're talking about the triggers, being able to set them uh to the small distance is only good for shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer that. But the issue is you you if when you turn them on for like a shooter, you have to turn them off, especially if you're playing a racing game, because it will never accept the full press. It doesn't move the sensor up. It moves like it, it puts a physical just lock in place. It to, does to stop you from pressing the trigger all the way down. That's it, because uh, like if you try to play a racing game with that set on. Turn it off, and you'll see you'll you can actually go a lot faster because it's not it doesn't move like I said it doesn't move the sensor and that's what it should have been doing. Well, so. you can do that in the back end in the Xbox. Yeah, you, go, the, you always could. Yeah, you have to change it. Yeah, I know, but it's just like and it's also it. I mean, they're literally right there where like your ring fingers are. You can just flip them up. Yeah. Um, this one also stores I think four total. Uh like settings so you Layouts. can set it for different games yeah the, the and uh the button so here's the biggest thing that it still takes me a while to get used to this the big xbox jewel in the middle you know how when you press it right now it's got kind of like a deep depressed to it in the elite yeah. controller too it's just a button like when you press it it clicks weird like a, nor- like a normal button yeah it's taken me so much to get used to that But other than that, absolutely adore that controller. Uh, I've been using it exclusively for every game currently. Um, play a little bit of Pokemon, play a little bit of Overwatch, but I know the game everybody wants to hear about is Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, I have put about, I would say about 12 to 13 hours into that game over the span of the last couple of days. That game is really fucking good. <laughs> um, it is slowly creeping up my game of the year list. I don't think anything is going to pass Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil. 
But if this game continues, it's going to pass control. Um, so Jedi, I forgot Control came out. Oh, God, Control's so good. I, I have no time to do any of it. Oh, man, Control was, control was solid at my number three. And as of right now, if Jedi doesn't fall off a cliff in the last little bit of it, it will pass Control. So Jedi Fallen Order is it's made by Respawn. It is a third-person Jedi-oriented action game. Uh, a lot of people, you've probably heard, make comparisons of this game to Metroid and Dark Souls. Sure. Um, there is some of that in there. So one of the things as I played this game more and more that I felt a stronger comparison to that I have not yet heard anybody mention is the new Tomb Raider games. So basically the premise of the game is, is you're playing as a Jedi who, was, who has been in hiding since Order 66 was executed. Uh, he's been hiding his force powers. He's actually forgotten a lot of them because, well, he hasn't been using them over the, you know, I think this is six years. I may be completely wrong on that timeline, but I think it's six years after the order went down. Okay, so so he was not a kid. He was when it happened. He's not that old in the game. Okay. So he was maybe like 13, 14 when the order came down or something like that. He, he was one of the young links. Yes, and he escaped. He went into hiding, and he's been hiding this entire time. Which is how they explain the powers that you get, is that as you're going through the game, you remember powers you had. So you'll like have a flashback to when you were training with your master, and then you'll learn the move. You have the move in the game. And that's where the Metroidvania stuff comes in. So there, you'll, the, the way the game is structured is that you have a ship. You can go from planet to planet, and on that planet, there is a certain amount of things that you need to do. Um, there are areas that you can't reach until you get a power and you come back. So you can, you can visit them in any order that you want. Um, you can go to any planet, you can do exploration. Uh, the map is very much a Metroid map and I love the map so much because it's 3d. You can spin it, you know, left and right, up and down. You can also switch, um, like levels, level one, two, three, but it also shows you areas that you haven't explored and it shows you areas that you can and cannot access. Okay. So you can see where you can go and where you can't go. Um, so when you go back to these planets, you can use the powers that you've got to, you know, actually explore more and unlock more things. Um, the combat is very deliberate, very... It feels like it wants to be a Souls game, but it's not quite on the same level. Like, enemies will telegraph their moves, but sometimes they're not as they're not as deliberate as a dark souls. Like when you block something in a dark souls, it's because you see it coming. Sometimes in star Wars, it feels like you should have been able to block that, but it didn't quite work the way you planned. So it's better than force unleashed combat, but not quite as defined as a souls combat. I think the biggest reason people compare this to souls is that when you die, you lose your skill points and then you've got to go get them. There are also these places where you can meditate within the level, and when you meditate, you can refill your health and your stim packs, which are essentially flasks that you can heal yourself with, and all the enemies respawn in the level. What kind so, of enemies are we talking about here? So you've got everything from your normal stormtroopers to creatures inhabiting the world itself. So there are like monsters, like bugs and crazy Star Wars alien worms. And 
Um, another small comparison to Dark Souls is there, you'll run into these named bosses. And a lot of them are not even on the main path. They're like off to the side path. And if you beat them, they give you they automatically give you a skill point. Um, you can earn skill points by leveling up. Like you've got an XP bar. And every XP you fill that up, you get a skill point. Um, and then the skill points can be used in the skill tree to unlock new abilities. Like the lightsaber throw is in the skill tree. Um, like being able to slow things down more, being able to push, force push more than one enemy. Those are the kind of things you'll see in the skill tree. Um, and if an enemy kills you, they'll get your skill points and you don't even have to kill them when you find them. You just have to hit them and you get them back. But obviously you're going to kill them because you're there. So, um, the game does have difficulty modes though. You cannot change on the fly. So whatever you start where you're going to start, there's four levels. There's story mode, which is pretty easy. You're probably not going to die a lot. Normal mode is kind of your standard difficulty. There's a hard mode, and then there's a complete fuck you mode. um, Where the game is extremely difficult. Uh, So this is one of those games where if you want the challenge, you can have it. But if you just want to go through for the story, which this is a Star Wars game, so that's kind of why you're here, you can do that without running into a lot of problems. Okay. Any specific questions? Like I'm trying to think as I go through it, I'm, I'm really enjoyed it. I think it's, I think I've heard it's between like 15 and 18 hours. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. Like visually, it looks fantastic. I will say there's a hell of a lot of bugs in this game. Hmm. It feels like maybe it got rushed out a little too soon. Like it's it's a weird thing, like my character going through the ground, um getting stuck on geometry. It's there's some weird bugs in there. Nothing has really broken the game for me yet. Like I haven't had to restart or quit out or anything. But there's some really weird things that crop up. Also, fuck the sliding sections. Those things suck. Is it story driven? Extremely story driven. Uh, think of it like um, God of War. Okay. Very much a lot of story going on, and it is canon. There are a couple of cameos in the game. This that takes I've seen place so far. in between three and four. Yes, takes place after episode three, before Rogue One, and episode four. Okay, so I'm assuming Luke is probably a baby now. I mean, he'd have to be, right? Or right. very young. And you don't go to Tatooine, which is where he would be. At least I don't think you do. I, I haven't finished the game. But I have seen characters that I know who they are. I will say that. Okay. And a lot of the characters in this game are obviously new. Like the main character, I'd never heard of him before. The main villain, I'd never heard of them before. But they do make a lot of references to like the Clone Wars and uh, Order 66, and you know, the Emperor's mentioned a few times, because obviously he's the one that executed all that stuff, so. But so far, it's a really good story. Like, the actors do an amazing job. Uh, the kid that plays the main character, he was in, um, I've never seen it, but what's Shameless, I think is what he's in, but he was also the, the Joker on Gotham. Okay. Uh, that kid is, he's good. 
Um, there's a lot of other, a lot of the characters, like the guy that drives your ship, his name's Greasy. He's an alien. He's got like four arms. I love his character. He's fantastic. BD1 is excellent. The droid that goes with you. Like you can upgrade him to do different stuff, which is cool. Um, and if you watch the trailer, the very last trailer that they showed at XO19, you can totally get double-bladed lightsaber, man. That nice. shit's cool. Uh, and if you do play the game, this tip was given to me by somebody who used to be on the show, Professor Chaos. There's a planet that they open up at the beginning of the game that they kind of tell you not to go to. Go there. <laughs> because you'll get something cool. You won't be able to finish that planet, but you will find something on that planet that is cool to have early in the game. So well, There you go. But no, I'm... Um, between it being a Metroidvania-style game, having an absolutely stellar story, and just feeling... <sighs> I know a lot of people get mad at me about this, but it feels more Star Wars than new movies do. Like, it feels really Star Wars. And let's be fair, any video game where you get to cut shit in half with a lightsaber is pretty fucking cool. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And you can slice some shit in half in this game with a lightsaber. And the, the sound, the sound of like the, like the slow motion, you flip over people, you slice them. Like that has not gotten old, you know, 15 hours into this game. Is there a DLC where you can change the lightsaber sounds to do it? <laughs> no, you can customize your lightsaber in the game. But I have found very little use for doing that outside of the color. Because, let's be fair, can you really see the fucking hilt? Not really. What I mean, he's holding, it, he's holding it in his hand, you know? Like, you don't really see the... And what's cool is they kind of have, not to spoil anything, but they have some hilts in there that you might recognize from characters in the Star Wars universe. Um, but again, you really don't see anything but the color. So... And to be fair, I've only got two colors. Like, I don't know if that's, like, some shit you can find, or... There's no microtransactions in this game, so... That's good. Not like I can buy lightsaber color. I would totally... I hate to say that. But if I could change the color to my lightsaber to, like, purple or something, I'd totally fucking... <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally would. But no, it's it's really good. If you like Star Wars, you need to play it. If you like single-player action games, you need to play it. Um, if you like Metroidvania-style games, you need to play it. If you're looking for a Dark Souls kind of game, you really need to meet one of those other criteria first. Because while it can be challenging, this is not going to give you that same level of satisfaction that like a Dark Souls will. So, But no, that game... I look forward to finishing that game this week. Um, I think I played it six straight hours Friday night. I just, wow. I just couldn't stop playing it. And then like, that's why I haven't played more Pokemon because I downloaded both of those games Friday. And I'm like, well, I'm going to check these two games out this weekend. Pokemon got 30 minutes of playtime this weekend. So there you go. A good fucking star Wars game, a good fucking single player star Wars game. Good fucking single-player Star Wars game from EA. I love it. All of those things you just said. 
Yeah, like, when was the last time you'd heard those things mentioned in the same sentence? Never. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. Uh, we've got Age of Wonders Planetfall Revelations. Box VR. Aspire 1 VR Operative. Can you tell we're getting close to the end of the year? Uh, Grip Combat Racing Airblades versus Rollers Ultimate Edition. Munchkin Quacked Quest. Narcos Rise of the Cartels. The Curious Tale of Stolen Pets. Train Sim World 2020. We Happy Few, We All Fall Down. Demo Reborn. Armor's Dynasty. Mountain Rescue Simulator. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Drew. It's a weird week. Uh, Children of Morta, assuming that's a physical version. Uh, debris. Or as John would call it, Debris. <laughs> uh, Green, the Life Algorithm. Lost Ember. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. Stretch. Sid Meier's Civilization VI is coming to PS4 and Xbox One this week. And finally on this list, Shin Mu 3. That game's out this week. You believe it? Uh, no. But you're not allowed to talk about it. Why am I not allowed to talk about it? Until whatever time. Oh, the, the thing I sent you yesterday. Oh, I don't even have a code. Well, I, I figured as much. Um, I'm just, just saying, like, yeah, it's it's weird. Anthony sent the, the embargo, apparently, for Europe is two days after the game comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Always a good sign. Uh-huh. If nothing else, sketchy as shit. All right. Uh, Switch games for the week. We've got Blue Kid 2. That's B-L-O-O, not B-L-U-E. Just to clarify. We've got Dusk Diva, Gear.Club Unlimited 2 Porsche Edition, Raging Loop, uh, the Switch release of the Unicorn Princess, WRC 8 FIA World Rally Championship, Zumba Burn It Up, Bouncy Bob 2, Still There, The Mims Beginning, Arcade, uh, Arcade Archives in the Hunt. Bao Bob's Mausoleum Episode 3 Un Pato in Muerto Burgo. Alrighty. Follow all that. Got it. Black Future 88. Deadly Premonition Origins Collector's Edition. Soccer Die Cosmic Cup. Strike Force War on Terror. The Tourist, R-Y-S-T. Castle of Noscape 2, Instant Sports, Last Fight, and Tiny Gladiators. Go, go, Tiny Gladiators. <laughs> Sorry. It's awesome. I'm just going to give you one PC game, and then I'm going to move on. It's Hentai Let's go. It's what? Say it again. Hentai Nazi. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's do it. 
Okay. Um, news. There was a show this week. It was an XO show, an inside Xbox. Xbox. You spell it B-A-W-K-S. You're cool. Yeah. They announced new games. Can you believe that? From their first party studios. Obsidian announced Yeah, Obsidian announced their new game. It's exactly what you were expecting it would be, would wouldn't you say? I don't Obsidian. think I saw it. So Obsidian, the makers of, you know, Fallout New Vegas, The Outer Worlds. They're making a new game called Grounded. It is a um survival game which is basically Honey I Shrunk the Kids meets Rust. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Is, that's weird, right? That's weird. It is weird. Yeah, it's weird. It is a small team. I think they said there was like 13 people. So, uh, Rare also announced a new game. I don't know that I saw that coming. They showed a trailer for it. It's called Everwild, I think is the name of it. I'm sorry, I don't have any page of these news. That game looks really cool. It does look cool. I want to know what that game is. Uh, Microsoft also announced a bunch of games coming to Xbox One that we did not know were coming to Xbox One, and people have been asking, when are these games coming to Xbox One? Starting with Yakuza series is finally making the Xbox One debut with Yakuza 0, Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Kiwami 2. And not only are they coming to Xbox, they'll be in Xbox Game Pass. So if you have the service, you'll just be able to play them. Speaking of Xbox Game Pass, Square also announced that they are releasing all of the Final Fantasy games into Game Pass in 2020. That includes Final Fantasy Remaster 7, 8, and 9, 10 and 10, 2 HD, 12, the Zodiac Age, Final Fantasy 15, um, Final Fantasy... Was there another one that was in there? I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think that's all the Final Fantasy. that's it. Sounds about um, right. Square Enix also announced the Kingdom Hearts 1, or I'm sorry, 2, 1.5, 2.5 HD. Like, the whole Kingdom Hearts collection is coming to Xbox in 2020. And in an interview after the show, Phil Spencer also said that Final Fantasy 14 is also coming to Xbox One at a later date. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So. More games coming to Xbox. Uh, Torchlight Frontiers release date has been uh, of 2019. I didn't even know that was coming out this year. I'm not even sure I still know what that game is. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I said nobody talks about... I might want to talk about that game. Okay. Uh, Um, I don't know what to say about it. I don't know anything about it either. Uh, Halo Reach got a release date. Finally. Uh, First week of December for PC and Xbox One. It will also mark the launch of the Master Chief Collection on PC with the first game in the series being Reach. Microsoft announced 50 new games are coming to Game Pass over the next six months or so. Uh, These include things like The Witcher 3, uh, Remnant from the Ashes, which is already in there, 
Darksiders 3, alongside all the Final Fantasy games, uh, the Yakuza games. There's a lot of shit coming to Game Pass, yo. The indie, the ID at Xbox trailer that they showed during XO19, every single one of those games launching in Game Pass. Which is bonkers. Yeah. Uh, bonkers Ninja is a great way to put that. I mean, it's, can anybody argue at this point that Game Pass is like the best deal in gaming? Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, I don't know how you could argue that with a straight face. Uh, Ninja Theory confirmed the release date of Bleeding Edge. It's March 22nd, 2020. I have to say, I have not been a fan of Inside Xbox. I think it's it's usually just like an hour and a half to two hours of a bunch of talking and not any announcements, but they really did bring it with this one. Like, I feel like we got a lot of Xbox news, which truthfully is kind of crazy considering that we've got new consoles coming super soon. And for them to announce all this stuff is kind of nuts. So it was a good show. Uh, I think that's all I have from XO. Sonic. <coughs> oh, XO. Sorry, I thought you were gonna say news. But do you really want to talk about the Sonic? It's a movie, dude. But the let's be. We talked about the horrible design original. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, bad. And yeah, and they fixed it. I don't know if the movie's gonna be any better, but oh my god, it doesn't look like a nightmare. You know. I think that movie's going to be a fun watch. I honestly, the second trailer did a lot more to sell me on the actual content of it. I can't, I mean, I, I, I'm setting my standards pretty low. Like, there's only so much you can do with that sort of buddy movie with a 3D animated character next to a real live actor. But, I mean, the second trailer, it's like, yeah, okay, this actually looks okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that game. Uh, a game we forgot to mention was announced at XO, was uh, Don't Nod's next game. So tell me why. Nobody cares. Cool. Not really. <laughs> yeah, they still haven't finished Life is Strange 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for that to be finished before playing it, so... Um, I think that's it. Yeah, we're back into the Death Stranding news, which means we're back into last week's news. Uh, we got an email. Oh, man. It's from Eeyore Cara. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, hey, yo, it's Eeyore Cara. Boys, loving my Switch so much. Picked up Luigi's Mansion 3, such a neat title. It's so weird, but I never knew how pleasing it is to vacuum everything. There was a news item this week, Nintendo saying that they want to sell Switches for as long as possible. Do you guys think that down the line, Nintendo will release a Switch Pro? If so, what do you think the Pro will include? Um, don't know. I mean, more powerful hardware's got to be in there, right? I would, I would assume so. I don't really know what else you do, though. I mean, it's already portable. It's already a Switch, unless you're buying a Switch Lite. Internal memory is, I think, about it. I mean, it's already got 
32 gigs. More, more internal memory. I mean, Nintendo ain't up the gigs for two generations. So I don't know. I don't know. Look how expensive those micro SD cards are. Yeah, they are. They're stupid expensive. The big ones are. Yeah. But I mean, let's be fair. Is is 500 gigabytes really that big? Not particularly. No. <laughs> no, it's not. But I mean, I mean, like, I'm just asking for, like, Vita card prices double double the size of the internal. So you want 64 gigs? That's selling a whole shit. Anthony. No, but that's still better than what they have now. I mean, that's true. Like it, it like the the issue I mean, is that all true. the other stuff that you have to have on the console just not have that conflict like with 32 gigs of internal memory. I mean, you That's can get a... It it, ta- it just takes a regular micro SDXC card. Yeah, I know, but I, I mean, like, it, 32 is, like, the cheapest you could possibly go for internal memory. And every time you update it, right, there's a little bit of space just naturally gone. And I'd like to be able to play a game on a cartridge without having to worry about having an SD card as well, even though I have one. Well, if you play it on a cartridge, it doesn't install to the SD card. No, but your save still goes on. So even yeah, but if your I had save all my is games, well, like two megabytes. Well, I don't know how much they are. Like not, a large not. portion of my PS4's memory is a whole bunch of saves. Well, yeah, because PS4. By the way, if you're not paying attention to it, check your Death Stranding save files. Enjoy. It's really fucking big. <laughs> I mean, you can get. You can get 256 gigs for 20 bucks. For the Switch, I think that's good enough. Yeah, that's plenty. If you're a Power Switch user, then you need to at least go up to the 400. But for most people, 256 gigs. But I still think that asking for them to have a little bit more internal reason like a huge thing. Like that's the only thing I could think they can change without starting to cause problems development wise. Oh no, no, for sure. And, and to be fair, we don't let Microsoft and Sony off the hook with less than a terabyte. And even then we complain about the terabyte. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask a lot of Nintendo because the, you, you ain't well, gonna get much in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, that, and that, uh, it'd be really nice if they fixed their joy cons. Cause I don't know how many times I've heard about people's having drift issues. Yeah. I, I've even heard them in the light, which is yeah crazy. And maybe, and maybe make better joy cons in general. Cause I find them very uncomfortable. I mean, you're getting into territory of asking too much. Come on. Yeah, that's fair. Man. Uh, he goes on to say, Ryan, mate, I'm just yeah. like you, haven't been playing WWE games forever. Would you agree with me that the best WWE game ever was Here Comes the Pain? I seriously think I put a thousand hours into that one, followed by ECW Anarchy Rules. Oh, Anarchy Rules sucks. That game's terrible. <laughs> um, that's, he just that's ruined his acc- day. Uh, that's an acclaim game, and it's that's basically they picked up the ECW license after they lost the WWF license where they made at uh war zone and then attitude. Um, it was like dial a combo style moves. Um, yeah, those games were not that good. 
Uh, no, I, I actually don't agree that the best game is Here Comes the Pain, although I really like Here Comes the Pain. I think that game is is really good. Um, I think the best um, the best WWE game is, is still No Mercy. That's, um, in my opinion, still the, the, the pinnacle of their um, WWE games. I don't actually even think Here Comes the Pain is the best game of its generation uh, from a WWE standpoint. I think both Day of Reckoning games on the GameCube were better than Here Comes the Pain. God, there's been so many different wrestling games over the years. There have been, yes. Well, I mean, oh, if you yeah. remember back in the... Um, uh, back in the the uh, Xbox, PS2, GameCube generation, each console had its own. Yeah, they were all different, right? Different so, like uh, subtitles and stuff. Yep, you had Raw on the original Xbox, which was not very good. You had the SmackDown series on um, PlayStation, which was really good, and is actually the same engine that. Um, the current games, I shouldn't say the same engine, the s- similar engine to what the current games run off of. And then the GameCube had the two Day of Reckoning games. And in my opinion, both of those games were better than the uh, SmackDown series. They just, but they played more like the 64 games. So you cut out during the Xbox one, but they had the Studio Gigante one. Did they have another one too? I don't think so. They had Raw and then Raw 2. Um wasn't the, the the Higante game named just WrestleMania or something? Um, Guys that made Tao Fang. What was the name of that game that they made? I thought that did not. Um, I don't know. Hold on. Let me look. Um, I'm looking up Studio Higante. WrestleMania 21. That's what it was called. Uh, okay. Um, that one. Was that on Xbox? Yeah, t- 2005. Uh, original Xbox had Xbox Live, um, published okay. by THQ, developed by Studio Yeah, Gigante. that game. I remember that game. That game sucked. It is the successor um, to Raw 2. Yes. Yeah, that game is not good. That game was not good. Um, I'm looking at screenshots of it now, and it's bringing back terrible memories. Yes, I remember <laughs> that game. The game I was thinking of was the, um, the after... So they also had... Um, uh, not them, but um, the the successor uh, or the 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 game that was like that on the GameCube was um, WrestleMania 18, WrestleMania X8. Um, that was though that was pre Day of Reckoning. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at that first, one now too. Yeah, that was the first WWE game on um, GameCube. So oh, but, a, I'm looking at the character select screen. Holy cow, that was a lot for back then. Yeah. The uh, the two day reckoning games were were the best from that generation in my opinion, but um, you know that none of them in my opinion were as good as uh, uh, No Mercy. So and Raw was just plain not very good at all. None of them though, none of those are as bad as Royal Rumble on the Dreamcast. <laughs> that game was terrible. It had like eight characters, but you could still do a 30-man Royal Rumble, so you had like four versions of the same character in the ring. I mean, why not? It was bad. That game was bad. Uh, The last thing he says is, boys, I hope this is okay. I want to plug something, if you could help me out. I started my own podcast. It's called News is My Enemy. It's a weekly show where I cover the news during the week on anything, and if you know me, it will be kind of crazy. So yeah, it'd be really cool if you and the N4G radio fans can help me and check out News is My Enemy. 
At the moment, it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. And you can find it at www.newsismyenemy.com. Well, there you go. There's your plug. That's the end of the email, Drew, I swear. I, I, I'm, I, color me surprised. Move over to the Twitter. First tweet comes from GameWired. It says, In4G.com is fake news. Stop getting your gaming news here. Nothing but opinions. No actual news or journalism. Who said that? I just told you it was GameWired. Oh. Yep. It's uh, fake news. Fake news. All right. Uh, my rebuttal you know is fake news. My I don't think is, he's talking about us. I think he's yeah, talking about the main site. Yeah, yeah uh, whatever. And my rebuttal is one, suck my dick, and two, <laughs> it's an aggregate site. You stupid fuck. Nobody ever like re- like you know how many PR people <clears throat> reach out to me and they're like, "Can we you feature this news on N4G?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, ten years later, do you not know how this site works? Like, it literally is the same... Like, it's like complaining about what's on the front page of Reddit. Yeah. Blame your fellow citizen on the site. Who voted <laughs> for idiot. it. Dumb <laughs> idiot. That, that happened to me. Gosh, who was it? I, I remember it was... um, It was... For some reason, whenever I first started working for you guys... I had to do, like, a interview almost where I had to interview this company that was making an MMO. I can't remember what the MMO was. Perfect world. No forsaken world. I reviewed forsaken world and I had to talk to these two PR people. And and there was a guy who had helped develop the game and they were on a Skype call. And before we ended it, they were like, so this is going to go up on N4G, right? I was like, yeah. Like, I mean, we just want to make sure it's going to go on there. I was like, you guys do know that N4, anybody can post N4G. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, Joe Schmo on the corner here can post a news story on N4G, not just me. They're like, well, you work for N4G, right? I'm like, well, technically, yeah, but everybody does. (laughs) They couldn't understand it. They didn't, they couldn't figure it out. It's like, how is this hard to fathom? Is it an aggregate site? It's user generated content, is what it is. Yeah, I don't Uh, understand where the problem is. People are dumb. That's the problem. Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, Rufus says, uh, did you guys watch The Mandalorian on Disney Plus? Thoughts? I have not. I have not had a chance to watch it yet. I've I watched both, I've watched both episodes. What all have you watched on Disney Plus so far, Ken? I watched Iron Man 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I watched DuckTales, A Woo-Woo. The old one or the new one? The old one, baby. Is the new one on there as well? Yep. Cool. Yeah, it's. I'll tell you what. Flipping through Disney Plus is like it is like you're fucking injecting yourself with nostalgia directly into your your privates. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just say bloodstream? I mean, not particularly your privates. It gets there too, Drew. Sure. But it gives me a funny feeling, like when I used to climb the rope in gym class. <laughs> um, I love that joke. That's a great joke. Um, but no, there's kind of funny. There is so much. I watched um, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. I, I watched those. Yeah, like, there's only one right now, isn't there? No, there's two. The second one came out. Okay, I haven't seen the second one. I saw the first one, which was sneakers. Yeah, the second one's about ice cream. 
Gotcha. Oh god, I can't wait to watch that. Um He's weird. He's a weird guy. He is. He's more weird than than I want. Yep. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. He, he comes off. He comes off as is if he's. Some people are just eccentric. He feels like he's putting on. I mean, yeah. I would assume he is. Yeah, he is a professional actor. True. True. Um, their no, job I, is kind of to put on. <clears throat> um, and then I've watched. <clears throat> excuse me, both episodes of The Mandalorian. The next, the new one went up on Friday. Yeah. Um. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm surprised you haven't been spoiled. If you haven't, yeah, when I have. Just like straight up telling. I'll tell I mean, you it what. was in my it was in my um <sighs> my moments or whatever on Twitter. That's yeah. yeah, it sucks because like I had like I watched it the day it launched. Like I got Disney Plus, and then that night I watched The Mandalorian. Which thank you that they're only like thirty to forty minutes. I am so tired of like hour long TV shows. Um, but like the ending to that first episode, I was just like, oh shit. Okay. This is where this is going. <laughs> I, I haven't been spoiled, but if it happens, I may not even know. What... Oh, you'd know. Oh no. This one, you, you'd know. <laughs> you will totally know, Drew. You, even if you're like into Star Wars, you fucking know. I, I, I do not follow Star Wars at all. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, so I guess that happens, huh? Yeah, like, there's a scene early in the episode where they kind of mention, they hint at it, and I was like, I wonder, oh, shit, and then it happened, I was like, mm, mm. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'll, uh, and I'll then watch the, se- it. the second episode is was pretty good. I love, no spoilers, but I love the dude that he runs into on the planet because every time he says he, he'll help him he's like I have spoken I have spoken <laughs> I, I think it's a great show I'm I'm enjoying it so far I can't wait I hate that it's not all there but I can just watch it you know yeah I've gotten so used to that with Netflix yeah I would totally binge this but yeah I will be there every week when it goes up because uh, is it every I'm Friday in. I don't I saw the release dates, and I think it's every Friday, maybe. Okay. I don't. I don't know. So far, my wife and I have watched f- four of the five Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, I forgot those were on there until I start scrolling through movies. I I have only ever seen the first I, movie. I haven't. Never saw any of the other ones. They're fun. Yeah, I think I saw the second. The second or third one in the theaters, I can't remember. Um, I've only seen the first one we watched. You can tell that third movie was supposed to be the end. Well, yeah, yeah. and then they're just like, we're just keep making money. Cause the, well, isn't the, it called The End of the World? At World's End. At World's End, yeah. But At World's End is supposed to be like where hell is. Davy Jones's locker. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. Uh, the fourth one was okay. I still enjoyed it, but I was just like, uh, Blackbeard is not a good villain. He's kind of boring. But can we, um, can we just talk about how great of a service that is for seven dollars a month? Yeah, well, I, got I, the, look, I got the bundle. I got to look into that bundle because I've got the ad-free Hulu. 
I'll tell you exactly and... how it works because I did it. Okay. So you sign up for Disney Plus with the same email um, okay. that you sign up for Hulu. Do I need to sign they'll... up for the bundle or Disney yeah, Plus? Yeah, you sign up for the bundle, which is ESPN okay. Plus, Disney Plus, Hulu yep. Plus. Um, they check that email. If you have a Hulu account, they give you a credit of yeah. the $6 or whatever that the non-ad. Because that's so, all that's in that bundle. That's so, so it's basically weird. $15 a month. Yeah, because you're you're paying for the ad-free Hulu. Right. And the one that's in the bundle is not the ad-free Hulu. Right, right. So it's, it's so weird to me because they we had we have the ad Hulu, um, and they charge you twice, but then credit you. And I'm just like, why not just cancel Hulu and just give us the bundle? Yeah, it's it's. I think they'll get to that point at some point, but I think this is just a a way to work around it until they get that set up. Because they'll charge you the full twelve ninety nine and then the six dollar, which is weird. But at least they're giving me a credit for the bundle. Because now I have ESPN Plus, which, by the way, if you buy that bundle, go watch um, Peyton's Places. It's Peyton Manning going around the history of the NFL. And if you've never watched Peyton Manning, he's pretty funny. Mm. So, like, that's a super interesting show. Like, that's the only reason I logged into my ESPN Plus account, because I don't really care, you know? But I logged in and watched that, and that's fun. And 30 for 30 is really good. Yeah, they had the one on the Nature Boy. Yeah, like that right there was worth the penny that I paid for ESPN Plus. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, like I was scrolling through Disney Plus and I was like, holy shit, there's Who Framed Roger Rabbit. There's Adventures in Babysitting. Like, so not all the Simpsons episodes are there. I don't know if you've checked. I mean, I looked at, they got all the seasons. All the seasons are there, but some of the seasons only have one episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I was scrolling through it and I was like, oh, wow, you're missing episodes. I um, mean, I'm never going to go back and watch all those. No. Um, but for the price that you pay, another thing I really appreciate is how much content is in 4K and HDR. Like, it is impressive. All the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are upscaled to 4K. Yeah, like all of the Star Wars movies are in 4K HDR. All the Marvel movies are in 4K HDR. Like, it's it's really nice. That service is... Man, it's really good. They have the fifth movie, but it says, Oh, unavailable <clears throat> until December 3rd. Yeah, the Marvel movies are like that, too. <clears throat> There's a bunch of them that aren't coming till uh, later this year and early next year. Yeah. So, that's licensing for you, folks. That's how it works. All right, Anthony, you ready to get yelled at? Sure. This is from Dustin. Of course it is. <laughs> so, I've been holding my tongue for the last month or so for all the yeah, dumb... I could Hold on. I could tell. Dustin, I don't even need you to finish the tweet. You got complaints. Shove them up your ass. <laughs> I'm just so tired of him. Fucking prick, you don't message me on Twitter. You don't have the balls to say it. Stop using Ken as a mouthpiece and come and talk to me so I can call you a fuckface to your account. <laughs> but you decide not to. You decide to do it through Ken. And that's fine because you don't have the balls. Mm. I'm not going to go out of my way because I'm not the one that's causing the problem here. You are. So if you want to come and pick the fight, you can come and pick the fight like a man. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. You can continue, Ken. Hey, are we ready to go? <laughs> How you feeling, Drew? You feeling all right? I, I, I'm okay, I guess. 
I wish everybody would stop fighting. Uh, wish uh, Dustin would stop having a problem, but then he was like, oh, I don't like it. Well, then, motherfucker, stop listening. It's a really easy choice, but you complain about everything anyways. Ah, <sighs> fuck. So for all the dumb shit Tony says, I need to call him out for the for over last week. He ranted about Death Stranding spoilers and then proceeded to describe every shocking moment in the new COD like it didn't matter. What the fuck is wrong with him? And if COD, yeah, I didn't, I didn't describe every shocking moment in COD. First of all, second of all, my complaints still stand on that. And like, I'm sorry, the shocking moments don't matter in comparison to the previous CODs. I understand the point, but they're not equivalent. I'm sorry, but the main reason why people are playing COD are to shoot guns and feel like, oh yeah, this feels like a really good shooting guns. The story is supposed to be important. That was my problem. At the end of the day, they said nothing. We went around in a loop. Guns, they're fun. That's the point of that game. And if COD spoilers don't matter, you're wrong. I haven't played since Modern Warfare 2, and I was looking forward to the campaign specifically in this one. And two weeks ago, he spoiled the kid being killed. And man, I'm glad I finished it before last week. Else, I would have had it all ruined. Which kid? There, you want a spoiler? How about the toy? <laughs> Hold on, now I'm, I'm going to spoil it. How about the point where you had to crawl through the gas leak? Didn't spoil that until now, did I? That's right, I kept my mouth shut on a lot of things in that game. But you know what? None of it mattered, and here's the reason why. They didn't say anything with it. They did all these moments. What's the point of the bad guy in that game? I don't, I don't know, other than just to be the bad guy. I thought we moved past this. And my, I, I actually kept my mouth shut on a lot of issues I had with that story. I'm just going to sip my wine. His last tweet says, Gambus 2020 make podcasting great again. Mm. Oof. Ooh. 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 Okay, we're moving on. No, if he's got more, feel free. No, that's, that's, all, that's all I see. Like... I understand his what he's trying to say there, but there's there's no way I can complain like or not complain, but make my points valid on that. Where they they frequently would try to do something shocking, and there's nothing behind it. There's no substance. All right, Mark wants to say loving Star Wars so far, playing on Jedi Master difficulty, which pretty much makes it Star Souls. Where anything can wreck you if you're careless. Plus that low time when you die is a joke. Not sure if I'll make it all the way through without turning it down. Hell of a game. Uh, are you considering doing a top 10 game of the generation? <clears throat> Good God, I don't even know where to begin with that. Um, Overwatch is number one. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, I don't even know what to say is my game of the generation at this point i mean i for me personally i would pick overwatch that's the, uh, it's a joke but it's not a joke but like to sit back and think about all the great games that have come out between you know yeah, 2010 man, that's tough. i it's probably the witcher 3 for me i mean that's got to be way at the top it's kind of like how red dead redemption was there yeah you know, last gen i mean yeah the witcher 3 would be up there god of war would probably be up there and there's a lot there's a lot of really good games out there. Shovel Knight's probably up there, right? Yeah, Shovel, Shovel Knight's Knight, big baby. one for me. Man. 
It'd be fun. It, it wouldn't be fun to make the list. It would be fun to go back and look at all the games that we've played in the last 10 years. Yeah. The list uh, is like the least important part of it. Yeah, truthfully it is. Because it, it doesn't matter what you pick as number one. No, Nobody's going to be happy with it. At the end of the day, it is all opinions. Yeah. They're like assholes. Everybody got one. My family have two. My own and Dustin. I was, uh... Finally finished the main story in Assassin's Creed Odyssey this week. Only took 50 hours. God, what a great game. That's another one on the list for next year. Yeah, I, I finished finish that the one main... With Origins. Yeah, I finished I've got Origins main... on there, too. Well, I finished the main story in Odyssey, but it really just keeps fucking going. Yep. It doesn't end. Holy shit. Is Odyssey longer than though. Origins? Yes, yes, much longer. Yeah, a lot longer. <laughs> I mean, it'll take you at least forty hours just to beat the the main story. Yeah, at minimum, for sure. Uh, and then if you to do finish it completely, all three parts of it. Oh, you think all three parts a minimum of forty? I think it would be at least fifty to sixty. Uh, it could be. I could mean, be. Hunt, hunting all those down. Yeah, I guess it depends on how you go about hunting them down and whether or not you. Um, cheat on some of the people and where they're at. It's kind of funny that there have been times where I would just murder somebody and it'd be like, has been killed. I was like, whoa, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's cool like that. You you can accidentally kill one of the main targets without even knowing. Yep. God, that game is so good. Uh, speaking, uh, speaking of AC Odyssey, trying to adjust to the controls in Star Wars off the back of it has been a nightmare for me. I can imagine the different game <laughs> i think the thing that throws me off the most in star wars is the fact that you have to click in on the right stick to open boxes what yeah that's a weird one anytime you interact with anything it's clicking in on the right stick i don't like that yeah, it took me a little while to get used to that Another thing that this game doesn't do that a lot of games like that do, you know, like they always come up with some kind of bullshit, like narrative to explain how they can scan the environment to find things like that doesn't exist in this game. So you just got to find shit. So there's Which no I, like light sheen on stuff or anything like that. I mean, the boxes have like a white kind of like glowing like a Resident Evil kind of glowing thing on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but stuff that's just there, no. You just need to recognize it and see it. Uh, and thankfully, they make things kind of stand out from the background. So, But yeah, there's no like pulse, like a Batman pulse or a Tomb Raider intuition to see items in the environment. So, God, I love that game. Can't wait to finish it. Wish I had time to play it today, but motherfuckers, it's football. Indeed, it is football. It's football. Um, Mark, last tweet from Mark. Played through Alien Isolation recently, and that's a great experience. Have any of you played it? Is it me, or are the androids scarier than the... Wait, say it again? Uh, Played through Alien Isolation recently. Great experience. Have any of you played it? 
Is it me or are just or are the androids scarier than the alien? I've never played it. I have. It's um the androids are pretty fucking creepy, but there's some like imminent terror that comes with the alien, at least until you realize how the alien works in that game. And then it kind of breaks a little bit of the illusion, but that alien is fucking terrifying. That game was that game was neat. I don't think that game got as much credit as it should have. I really like that game. Anyway, that's all the tweets. I swear I didn't skip any. No. Okay. Everybody still alive? Everybody good? I'm here. All right. Uh, if you want to send us a tweet, you can send it to add N4G podcast. If you want to send us an email, it's podcasts at dtgd.com. Phoenix down is rocking and rolling. What's that next game? You guys did intermission last week with Mr. J. Uh, yeah, we're going to be doing our next game. I mean, we're going to take, I'm, I'm taking a couple weeks off. I'm just going to say it because I want to play some games that I need to play. Want to play? No, yeah, I want to play. Uh, but our next game is going to be a game I don't want to play, <laughs> which is Ride, Ride to Hell. hell. Oh, wants to, that's how we're finishing the year. That's yep. the last game. Yep. Yep. Figure we go out with a bang. You made it. You Winter. made it through. No, this has been the worst decision. It it has, and honestly, it's it's the podcast has suffered because of it. I think. Oh yeah. I mean, lot, like I, I had a bunch of people tell me, like, yeah, we we, I've skipped multiple episodes because I mean, when we're not having fun, the listeners aren't going to have fun either. Well, a lot of them play with you guys. Some and, of them uh, do. Not not this year. Not well, this I mean, year. when when you guys are playing good games, they play alongside you. But when you're playing garbage, ain't nobody gonna play that, Drew. No, no. It's it makes for a funny show, and like maybe you should do like no. one a year, but yeah, never do like a whole year. It yeah. makes for a funny show. Actually, incorrect. It makes for a horrible show, it, it and everybody's would... just miserable. Uh, let, let me let me rephrase this. If you guys would have done like at the beginning of the year, I bet it made for a funny show. But when you got tired of playing the crap, yeah, that's exactly it, what happened. It stopped being listen, funny. If you listen to Eben Batuta, I was having a great time. Uh-huh. Mm. And then about two games later, I'm like, I don't like this anymore. No, this ain't no fun no more. <laughs> No, if anything, we are consistent. True that. True that. And uh, you know, we made a theme. We wanted to stick with it. No more high water. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I, like we, we may give themes a break and just be like, "Hey, we started the show to finish games that were on our backlog. Why don't we do that?" I think that's. I think that's the best thing to do. Because guess what? The end of the generation next uh, next year. So I have. Uh, why not? Why don't we just give a little sneak peek of of possible games that we may be doing here? Uh, the Witcher Three Wild Hunt will be our first game. Ooh, start the year off with a bang. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be doing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Great game. Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah. Great game. God of War. <sighs> Great game. You're going to remember why video games were good next year. Uh, Assassin's Creed's Origins, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Whew. I would split Evil. those two up a lot, by the way. 
Yeah. 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 Resident Evil Revelations 2. Never finished that. That game is good. I know. Uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. That game is the best game of the generation. Xenoblade. I don't care what Ryan Wombolt says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, you got suckered into it, didn't you? No, that's the Xenoblade Chronicles X. I own that game. I don't own the Xeno Saga. Nobody does. Uh, Dragon's Dogma. That's a good you, game. You've never beat that? I've never beaten Dragon's Dogma. Oh my god, the ending to that game is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I know. Uh, Battle Chasers Night War. Oh god, I love that game, but it gets so hard towards the end. The Outer Worlds. That's a good game. The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Jesus. Excuse me? Boy, you what? <laughs> I have never finished Skyrim. Well, the good news is you can finish like the main like twelve uh, hours story. Yeah, very quickly. Yeah, it's not a long game if you just run the main storyline. No. Pillars of Eternity. Oh, that's a different story. Yeah. Tyranny. What the hell's tyranny? That's Another from one of those the, games from the guys who made Pillars of Eternity. <laughs> okay, sure. South Park, The Stick of Truth. That game is so good. The fractured butthole went on too long, but uh, I prefer uh, the combat in it, though. No, I do too, but it but went on right. too long. I made it very, very far, but never actually finished, and I'm sad I didn't finish it because I'm a, I'm a big, you know, I, I champion this game a lot. Call of Cthulhu. Oh yeah, yeah. Never finished it. I still have that game. Borderlands Three. <laughs> I'm not pulling myself to finish that one. Far Cry Five. Yeah, this game's good. Grim Dawn. I uh, never played it. Sleeping Dogs. <gasps> You've never finished Sleeping Dogs. I've only made it probably about two hours into Sleeping Dogs. What? That game is so good. And finally, this is just my short list, and you see how big it is. Remember me. Oh man. I like that what game. What a great game that is. Yeah. I love that game. Man, that's a, you know, have a hell of a 2020. I know. You the, the issue, four games. I was about to say, the issue is I, it's going to take me half the year to do The Witcher 3. Yeah, probably. I'm not starting over. Me and Matt have both made it pretty far into that game. Um, We're just going to start playing again, pick it back up. Your first to... episode should just be called "Previously on The Witcher 3. Previously on The Witcher Three, yeah. I I gotta go to I gotta go to Skellige. Skellige. Yeah. You getting close to the back half? Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've already did. Like uh, I've already found Dandelion, which took forever. Oh, that is. Mm, I don't yeah. Talk about Dandelion. I finally found Dandelion. He Fuck told me what happened. Ukulele. He told me what happened to Siri. And I played a Siri for a little bit, and now I'm back playing as Geralt, and got to go to Skellige. A trip to Skellige. That was like a turning point of that game. It's like, here we go. Isn't that like a third way through that game? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. So, There's still a lot left. Yeah. A lot. Like I don't even know if I want to restart God of War because I made it relatively far in. Eh. 
I made it to the elf realm. That's not okay. relatively far. That's uh, like a quarter. Uh, maybe, yeah. I'd if say about that. a quarter. That's a, that's a good probably four, four and a half hours I put into it, though. It's a long game, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeez. a big one. I have it's... never played Horizon. I played. Maybe. I got to the point where uh, Aloy is now an adult. And I didn't I even get that far. Horizon is a game that is good, but a lot like Days Gone, it just keeps no. going. Come on, that game is amazing. I didn't say it wasn't amazing, but it really needed to be short. I completely, you and I completely disagree. I, yeah. It's okay. I've not played them, but we. No, can no, I'm fine with that. that. I just I have I, not played I, them, I, but but can I cannot imagine it goes on as long as Days Gone. No, it's not. It's not as long as Days Gone. It doesn't feel as long as Days Gone. But about three quarters of the way through Horizon, I was like, you know what? I really wish it would end here. I just got tired of doing the same thing over and over. It just... I, on the other hand, uh, played through the entire game and the DLC and wished I could play more. Yeah, I just... I did not feel that. Like, I was so done with that game three quarters of the way through. I was like, I like it. I like it a lot. I just don't want to play it anymore. Do you know what that sounds like? It sounds a lot like Castlevania. Which, Which one? Lords, Lords of Shadow. Shadow? No. Lords no, of Shadow it's, is. It's mu- it's a much better game than Lords of Shadow, and I love uh, Lords of Shadow. Yeah, I like Lords, Lords of Shadow. Shadow was great, but it was about two to three hours too long. It was. It was. There was parts of that game that should have been cut out. Yeah. And then you should have just so. cut out all of Lords of Shadow too. Oh my god. <laughs> that's one. That's one on my backlog that I'll never finish. No, you should not finish that game. Game that good. Oh, I forgot to mention Spider Man as well. I own Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man is good. Spider Man is good from beginning to end. Agreed. I didn't care much for the DLC, but I love the main game. Yeah, the DLC's more of the same. Yeah, it just feels like they're recycling a lot of the the mission structures, and they're not super interesting. That was my biggest problem. And then the fucking dudes that charge at you with the lasers. Those guys annoy the piss out of me. Yeah. But the main story of Spider-Man is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, very good. So there you go. A sneak peek of what we possibly will be playing next year. Well, if you want to follow everybody on the Twitter, Drew is at DMF here, Ryan is at WombatRP, SKT. You can follow me at ZTGD and the site is ZTGD Content. That's all I have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, but that's the show for this week. Next week, maybe we'll talk about some Shin. We'll be who, out by then. Who is going to be playing Shinmu? I don't know. I thought about doing it. I thought, all right, no, that even I'm going to be like, that's not fair. You're best off seeing if uh, Jay wants it because I know he's a fan. <laughs> or Ryan. Ryan, you're a fan of Shenmue, right? I am not going to have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, I, we'll I talk am about a it. fan of the series, but I, um, like I said, new job starting Monday. I'm not going to have the time to, to go through and, and play it and review it. But I know that, I know that Jay likes the series, so. Well, or I think it. Jay likes the series. Maybe I'm putting words in his mouth. That's it for the show this week. Thanks, y'all. Peace out, beaches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Epic fail.